Welcome to the new media show. We're back. Doing the new media show again. People are actually going to listen to this jump. We do it live. We're live right now. We'll just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. We just can't get enough. The new media show. Let's go. Just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. Bada bing, bada boom. The new media show. We do it live. Just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. We're going live. The new media show. I'm like Adam Curry, and you're more like John C. Tavora. I think I am Adam Curry, and you're the old curmudgeon. We do it live on the new media show again. The new media show. Technology. We make it sound so special. So, Rob, we are back. It feels like we've been off for a long time. We have been. That's why. People are are wondering (laughs) what's going on. And we, we never got an audio or video file from Podcast Movement. So you had to create one. And what'd you do? Score that off YouTube? I just, yeah, I just played it into my roadcaster and, and captured it and, and kind of polished it up a little bit, sent it over to you. So hopefully we at least have an audio version of our Podcast Movement Evolutions episode. Uh, hopefully we'll get a video version of it soon. But in the meantime, you can still watch replay off of um, newmediashow.com of the video. That's right. And I did post the audio version just before we started the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was rushed on the show notes. So I got to go back and make sure those are clear. And there's some other stuff going on. It's just like uh, the perfect storm today leading up to us being really back here. This is you, you were in off in Portland doing or Washington or someplace last week. So we couldn't do yeah, a show last Seattle. week. Yeah, I was up in Seattle. So you're, you were up there. So we, we've been off a while, and holy cow. Um, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. How you yeah. doing? <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, we did do a new media show episode in L.A. Um, so Yeah, but yeah. Th- those that listen very the traditional means have been three weeks without us. So that's... They have been. <laughs> They've been a little dry in that RSS. Yeah, it's been yes. a little, bit, little crusty, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I published it today and it, it's out and, uh, you know, we, we did the best we can. It's these things that happen when it's amazing. They do these great live events, but when you try to get a media file from them, they're like, right. Oh, that's going to be hard. So yeah. we can't, you know, we're, we appreciate that we were able to do the live show. And I think we had a great one. Yeah. Well, and, and fortunately the, these live platforms, you know, like YouTube and, on Twitter and stuff, uh, you know, capture that and have it on replay. So that's been of help as well with this process. Yeah. But yeah. It's good to get the audio out and get our podcast listeners. Cause that's the vast majority of folks that listen to this, listen to the audio. Funny that how that is. It's uh, very amazing, isn't it? But, uh, yes. yeah. So we've been, uh, I, I, as I've told you, I'm just running around here like a chicken with my head cut off. We're, you know, whoever decided to launch uh, three new features in seven days um, yeah, Todd. W- w- was an Would idiot. You have rocks in your head or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you put it on paper. Yeah, Monday you'll be great on that one. Wednesday right. you'll be great on that one. And then next Monday you'll be good on the third one. No problem. And then your blog post, press release, and <laughs> right, <exactly>. everything, yeah. <laughs> capturing the new images and everything else. You're just like, oh, my God, what did what did we do? But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Making changes causes changes. Yeah. Saying goes, yeah. Right? yeah. So, yeah, it's all good, though. You know, I, I, now you know a little bit of what my life's 
been like over the last two years trying to make all the changes to Libsyn. <laughs> so, uh, well, it's, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, but you guys got thirty people. I don't. I don't have that many. Well, I've got true. a handful. That's true. <laughs> so you can you can delegate. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, I was running documents through Grammarly fifteen minutes ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for Grammarly. That's yes, all I can say. Thank right. goodness. Absolutely. And, and we've got a yeah. copy editor, but you know, I need to get stuff out this afternoon and she's not available until five. So it's just like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and Grammarly works pretty good. I it have to does. say, I've, I've does. had a, per, a, a subscription to that for a couple of years now and it's come in really handy. And, and my little blueberry sign is down because I ran the battery out and didn't charge it. So I can't, uh, yeah. I can't run it. And so it's just, you know, but I, I did a show in here on Monday and, mm-hmm. uh, everything was fine and working good and everything's working fine. It's, you know, we're up and running and stuff is recording. I hope, um, yeah. but yeah, I'm just rushing because my daughter flies in tomorrow morning and, uh, with her husband and the two grandbabies. So I'm, oh, wow. I got to okay. be in Detroit at, uh, eight o'clock in the morning to pick them up. And then I'm taking a couple of days off to spend time, be wrestling around and be grandpa. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I was just thinking just as we were talking about Grammarly and I know that many people in the podcast industry pull transcripts, right? Um, it's probably a reason why you couldn't try and run a transcript through Grammarly, right? Um, maybe try and fix it up a little bit in a more rapid rate. Uh, it, it, what yeah. it will really do is make you, your brain explode because it'll start changing it, a lot of it'll things. It'll change a lot of things. It won't that, just correct. That's it'll, true. It, it might actually change the words that are used, right? <laughs> that's that's yeah. right. It, it'll, it'll have a heyday with uh, uh, with your speech, and it'll be like, why? You know, you'd be like, why did I say that to begin with? I could have used this word instead of that word. Right. And, it makes you question. Who knows? Maybe it'll make you better. Oh, right? might that's that, that'd be a good <laughs> that'd be a good exercise to do. Right. Um, it would be. I was just thinking about that, but uh, but, but it, yeah, I mean, I. I know that a lot of people probably that are tuning into this are curious what our thoughts were about podcast movement evolutions conference and all of the things that were going on down there. And we haven't really had a chance to really talk about that. We, we didn't really cover it uh, during our episode there either, which we sometimes do. Um, cause we dove right into those serious topics. Yeah. <laughs> and then here's what I'm going to say it. We're back, baby. We're yeah, back. It's great. It's there was uh yeah, I would say fifteen hundred. Uh, is that about the right number? I heard numbers are around close to two thousand, but I don't mm, okay. I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah, so I it felt like fifteen hundred. It could have been two thousand. And uh but here's the main thing. It was a lot of B2B instead of B2P. A business to podcaster. It was business to business. A lot of that. Matter of fact, I've been doing four and a half hours a day. <laughs> it that's what my Google will tell you now, how many hours you spend in meetings. Um, have, have you actually looked at that? I don't know. If, is that what you guys use for, uh, for scheduling? Are you guys on a uh, Google apps? And, and yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah, looking, we are. Yeah, I'm, I don't really look at that. I'm, stat, I'm but, looking at yeah. my calendar and today I've been in a, a meeting 3.3 hours today. Today was, yeah. uh, Yesterday yeah. was 3.8. Uh, so yeah, a lot of, uh, follow up 
with a lot of different companies that are mm -hmm. looking to make a mark and yeah. do integrations yeah. and all kinds of stuff. But Oh, yeah, there's always stuff bubbling. And today was the Podcast Academy um, Governor's oh. Board meeting. Oh, And so we so that went on for like when, an hour and a half today. When are uh, the elections going to be announced? The Well, the winners have, have already been selected. They haven't been announced yet. Oh. Or the, the new board members might be a better way of saying it. Do the um, new board members know they've uh, been selected? Yes. Or, oh, they yes. do. Yes. But they're going to not say anything until it's been formally announced. Oh, so. of course. So when does that happen? Uh, tomorrow. Oh, so we get to find out. Yep. All right. On Thursday. Huh. Thursday. It's going to go out in the newsletter. And, and at that point, then all of the new governors can, can you know, comment in their own social channels. Ah, all right. Well, good. Right. So look forward to it. That announcement, I have heard nothing to do date. I don't know any information, but there's a couple of people there that I'm hoping get picked up. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I've seen the list of folks. Oh, um, and oh. It, uh, don't get yourself good, in trouble now. No, I'm not going to say names. I'm just saying I've seen the list and it's a good, it's a good list. Oh, I good. think it's a good addition to the governor's list. I think it'll bring a, a little different perception, I think, to the podcast academy. So that'll be good. Oh, so I like when you say the word perception. Yeah. Well, I think that's a lot of what, um, concerns the board too, is that it's, well, it's perception and reality. Um, perception is driven by reality. So, right, right, right. you know, so you have to make sure that what you're doing is representing the medium in a way that, uh, gives the, the best perception that is possible. And while at the same time staying on track, I think that the organization is pretty healthy financially and organizationally and, and people really thinking about the future of the organization and, and what its role could be. Um, and making sure, cause we're making a transition from kind of like founding board members to representative board members, right? right? Which is a little bit different composition, um, that, uh, will come from, from the community and, and less from kind of, I think the perception of larger companies that were actually funding the startup of this. It's almost like the board was built around a bunch of VCs to get started with in mm -hmm. some ways that have kind of invested in getting this thing started. And now it's kind of got its own legs. It's getting sponsorship. It's had a couple of award ceremonies and it's getting positive feedback on all that. It's not getting any negative ones like certain, uh, awards that have happened here recently. <laughs> so, um, so I think it's all looking good. I guess the question gets back to is when the new governors come in, what does this organization, what role does this organization take in a broader perspective, um, going forward versus what it has done to date. Right. Mm. So I think, that's the question for the new board. And it's also, you know, around, you know, where's the award ceremony going to be held is, you know, all those kinds of things where and when, and under what circumstances and things like that are all being thought about right now. So, so yeah. I want to share with you a little story. Okay, please do. So we're at podcast movement evolutions and they had some evening parties, which were all very nice. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, the whole and the what? And the Hall of Fame. 
So, uh, and yes, yep, the Hall of Fame party was great. We'll talk about that too. So we, uh, one of the parties, they were making you sign in. They're making oh, you put, yeah, your, right. put your name, your email address, your affiliation, all these things. So I think there's a common thread here that you're probably expanding on. And right? uh, <laughs> I signed in as um, John Smith. Do not right. spam me at gmail.com. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you know, and none of your business, a couple of things. So right. that's, you know, and I did that because I know, you know, there's a tendency by certain companies in the space to spam. <laughs> right. And, and so I, when we say that, that that's <laughs> sending unsolicited emails to people that are not expecting them, trying to get so, people to convert or change their hosts or whatever. So right. I, I was yeah. kind of vocal about that. Right. And um, I think someone overheard me because that company spammed the living crap the absolute living crap out of the entire Blueberry Podcaster. They they scraped every Blueberry Podcaster RSS feed and have emailed them multiple times. Come on wow. over. Come on down. Come on over and host your show over here. We're, we're, we're putting millions of dollars in podcasters' pockets and blah, 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 blah. Right. But I got an email that they screwed up and did not take and modify the template. And it showed the company they were using to generate these emails from. Oh, yes. Hmm. And I went to that company and I, cause it basically said in that bottom of that email, you subscribe to our newsletter. Hmm. And then right below that in the email, and I had to read exactly what it says because it, it's a, let me let me open up the uh, Slack here because we were talking about it internally today. Um, let's see here. Let me find it because this this has a this, some people that are listening to the show are going to giggle. Um, let me go down here and grab his and I'm like, so the email said at the at the bottom you subscribe to our newsletter via our website at befree.io. Then two lines down, it says, please forgive the cold email. This, okay, I'll just say the company. ACAS is a podcast company working hard to get the word out about the good things we're building to make podcasts more fun. So in one line, it said, you subscribe to our newsletter via our website, befree.io. And the next two lines down, it says, forgive us for the cold email. Well... Can't have it both ways. Can't have it both ways. And I was, I was absolutely took the opportunity to go over there and share that with BeFree.io. Let them know that this spammer was uh, saying that I had subscribed and uh, tens of thousands of others had when they had not. So right. that probably violates their terms of service, I would imagine. Maybe. <laughs> maybe a little bit. But they're probably using this as their templating, and they forgot to remove right. that from the template. Right. And, um, you know, I've been on Twitter pretty hot and heavy about this. Um, I, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's not classy. I'm not, a, you know, it, they're well known for doing what they're doing. It's, 
it's not like it's it, this is new news here, but uh, yeah, I wasn't about to give him my email address and voluntarily give it to him to then I would be considered not spam that I had signed. Of course, you didn't agree to sign up to anything. There was no acknowledgement on that that sign up form at that party that uh, oh yeah yeah for the event right. that that you were signing up to be spammed. Um, they're just collecting right. your info, and that's the first party ever that I've ever went to where they made you sign in. So right. I, I thought it was just a little bit classless in my opinion, but, uh, so uh, you haven't got an email to that address yet or are you going? Well, to I don't have that email. Much. I said, it, oh, it's somebody that owns right. don't spam, don't right. spam me at gmail.com. Got the email. <laughs> 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 that email address may not exist. Well, so. probably does, or someone's going to listen to the show is going to go grab it right now. Um, right. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, so I, you always got to have a little bit of stuff here to stir the pot with. So, Of course. But I think yeah. they, I just wonder if they overheard me saying I'm not signing in. And the lady said, the guy from Blueberry said, we're not, I'm, I'm not giving up their information. So they said, oh, we're going to target his company. And they did. They, they, they hammered everybody. We, we, you know, here's the crazy part. I had at least. So you heard from a lot of your, your podcast. Oh, hell huh? yes. Yeah, yeah. They were huh? pissed. They're like, what is this company doing? Why are they doing this? And I said, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but you know, something that you could consider is just in Gmail, just marking that spam. <laughs> and if you do that enough, you do that enough, it gets blocked. It gets blocked. Gmail blocks or, it at the source, or it throws it into the spam filter. Well, that's right. right. Throws right. it in the spam bucket. So, yeah, uh, yeah if you're listening, Acast, naughty, <laughs> naughty. <laughs> you know, and that's what all these startups do. All these new podcast startups, they go yeah. out and grab the. They go out and scrape email addresses. And, this is a this is a reoccurring theme that comes up pretty much every year. So, at some point. so yeah. it's had me thinking. Yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time to have an alternate way to validate a show ownership and mm. not have it tied to an email address. I think it's time for the email address to go away from RSS feeds. And maybe use a key system, some mm -hmm. other way. And we and I think there's been some discussions about it in the podcast 2.0 space. I have to go look, mm -hmm. but I, th I think I think it's time. And um, and to to close, it's not going to stop the addresses they've got already, mm -hmm. you know. But over time, those will become less valuable. So I don't know. I don't know if I'll be. You know, it's something I'm thinking about and, and wondering, thinking about the total ramifications because there are ramifications of considering doing this. Right. So it, it's going to cause a retool. But the only reason there's an email address in RSS feeds right now is because Apple has the tag. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's you true. know, so it, otherwise they wouldn't be in there. So we would have had to have come up with something different. And how do you do that? You can put um, 
in well, a book. We've always recommended, Todd, and I know you probably have too, is that that address isn't your primary address. Right. It's a secondary address, but it's something you need to check, check on a, a Yeah, check on a regular right. basis. But, right. but at the same point, the majority of people don't do that. So right. therein lies the question, how do we, how do we validate a how do we validate a show? Do we do it through a key system where there's some sort of, there's, I don't know, there's ways to do it. Um, yeah, I think there's only been a couple different ways. I mean, obviously you could, you could, and I'm not recommending this, but you could put a phone number in there, but you could also, and I think, you know, it's, it's been used to capture ownership, right. Mm-hmm. Of, of shows in platforms where you are given like a little number, a right. six digit number, and you put it into the latest post the, or something, the tag in your latest post. Right. And that basically associates you yeah. with that platform. It shows that you've got control of that feed and yeah, you, right. you are who you say you are. So, right. I mean, it would be unfortunate that because of spammers, we have to do that because I think it does give an avenue for the listening platforms to potentially communicate status um, with their show to the creator, right? Which right. is which is the unfortunate um, you well, know, casualty of but, this. But in in right. Apple, like Apple, they you get emailed an address that you submit your show right. under with right. with. I mean, it's just with, another with form podcast. field. Yeah, in the submission process, you give them a you know a, yeah. a different email address. Right, right. right. So yeah. it's like the same thing with like. Google, the, the, my Google email is not what's in my RSS feed and I had no issues. Right. So there's ways to do that. You don't have to, you know, again, we become way dependent upon that. And unfortunately there's individuals and companies that take advantage advantage and think they're, you know, that they, they're above everyone and can do that. So, um, you know, I, I had someone in my, well, I just, you know, let's retaliate. I'm like, well, what? Then we're just going to be as bad as them if we go scrape their feeds and start emailing their customers. That it's not, it's not quid quid pro. It's not going right. to work, right? Right. As much as I'd love to do that, I'm not going to do that because I would say, Todd, how come you're spamming, right? These people. So you know. Yeah, you can't stand on moral ground no, when you're doing the no, same thing. You, you right? can't. Yeah. No, you can't. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> you know, it's and we've hypocrisy, and we've never, we've never yeah. done that. You know, right. and you know, as much as I've wanted to uh, send out mass mailings, we're very, very careful. You know, yeah. You know, the really the only way um, if a show gets on our email list is if they claim their show at Blueberry and authorized to be part of communications right. we send them so right and we i mean from lipson perspective we rarely rarely send emails out um for anything actually so it's got a it's kind of just a rare thing that we do for that purpose right there i mean sure we could create an opt-in email list yep. and all that kind of stuff with a newsletter and all this stuff if if we chose to but we respect the the time and uh, that our our users have so i'm not going to spam them yeah, right. now now we've we've done um we've done we do a newsletter, but everybody yeah. you know we do a monthly yeah, newsletter. Yeah, but it's not like you know 
every week or every day or no, right, no. right. And matter so, of fact, you're stupid if you do that because you're going gonna to read it anyway. And then they're going to they're going to unsubscribe there. And when you do need to talk to them, they're going to ignore it. Right. So, you know, once a month. Yeah. You know, and at the max two two times a month, and even then, I'm like, have That's we sent? Pushing it. Yeah, right. have we sent anything else this month? Can it right. wait? And it also, has to have value to right. somebody too. I mean, I mean, how often do we need to utilize email to communicate? That's the other yeah. question. Yeah. Right. So my May just got a lot bigger. I'm going to be heading down to Outlier in uh, Austin. I'm going to go down. Oh, there. you are. Yep. I've been. That's coming up. What? Uh, May 2nd through the 4th? Uh, no, Outliers, May 5th and 6th, just two days. 5th and 6th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, days. May's going to be quite a oh, action-packed man. month. It's going to be, <laughs> way, and I've got three trips in May, so it's crazy, you know? And Yeah, I've got three, too. Got so, three. and right. one, in, and then we're, we're right up. I just, I looked at the calendar, I'm like, oh my God, it's the 6th. We're going to be leaving for Vegas here in another week and a half. It's crazy. I know, I know, exactly. <laughs> it's like back-to-back. And, um, yeah, I'm going to Sweden too. I'm going to radio days Europe. Nice. So I'm, I'm trying to fit in stopping at the, the podcast show in London, but you, you guys get enough, you guys get enough people, you know, you can, you can stop there, but we have a live event. To well, do, I'm going to be we? over there already. So it's just a matter of, you know, stopping on the way back. Right, so right. that was the idea. And then flying from, from potentially London into Orlando try and make it in for Podfest on yeah. the 26th. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. And we were a little late booking our hotel rooms at, so I'm staying somewhere else the night of the 25th. Uh, oh, you are? Yeah. Because I, I just booked my room down there and I was able to get it at the main hotel. Yeah. If you, if you book for the 26th, you're good. But if you come in on the 25th, for the 25th, you can't, you can't, huh? you got to be in the overflow hotel. So I'll have to change hotels, which yeah. will suck, but it's okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I keep trying every day to see if they have cancellations. And I, I can, if I really push guy status with Hilton, I could mm-hmm. preempt and I could get someone to lose their reservation because of the, because mm-hmm. I'm guaranteed a room at least one night if I push my status, but I'm, I'm not going to need to, I'm just going to stay at their overflow hotel. And gotcha. Is that pretty close to the main no, hotel? No idea. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I know that those hotels can be quite a quite far apart from each other yeah. down there. I mean, Orlando is a interesting yeah. uh, layout, yeah. but it's all yeah. right. It's it's good, but uh, yeah. So Vegas is uh, fast coming up for NEB, and we're going to be doing the show live there. So have we? Do we know a date yet? No, we don't yet. But likely, it'll probably be either the 24th, 25th, or 26th. <laughs> of course. That's one of the three days of the event. So right. it has so, to be one of those days. I've been I've been putting pressure on them because it's hard for me to book any guests. Yeah. I don't know what day it is. So yeah. I've been pushing on them, and I guess they're working on the, the schedule. So, But hopefully, I'll hear in any moment. <laughs> if you're going to be at NAB... Let right. Rob know because we are right. looking for guests. Right. And uh, so if you're going to be there and you want to be on the show, I'm sure there's going to be a few spots. So, well, yeah, I've asked a couple of folks already, but um, not not many of those folks are going to NAB. So it's 
that's that's the rub. So if you're already planning on going to NAB or you want to go to NAB, um, you know, there could be a spot for you on yeah. our show. So we're not paying airfare. We don't have a budget for a hotel. <laughs> we don't have any hotel rooms, right? <laughs> no, but right. Um, it m- might be able to get you a badge. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm I'm doing a like a, a roundtable presentation on podcast advertising at the NAB. Um, I, I think that's on the twenty. I think that's on the 25th, I think. But, um, yeah, are you no. doing anything there, Todd, yet? No. Nope. Okay. No. Nope. I'm okay. just, uh, whatever we do together, then we're only taking two people at NAB. So right. we're going to, we'll see how the flow is. If, if podcast movement uh, evolutions is any indication, I'm taking a whole crew to uh, to Dallas because it, then the numbers were pretty, you know, Dan and crew did a good job. In, in LA. Yeah, I thought so too. And it was, yeah. that place was convenient. You could go get food. Mm-hmm. You know, the hotel food was eh, but there was lots of options outside the hotel. Yeah, I agree. And you know, there was, so it's funny. I got an email from someone that I had had a meeting with and said, Hey, I just want to let you know I got COVID. And, uh, um, I said, thanks for letting me know I'm doing good. And then I saw on Twitter that Credlin got COVID too. So, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't catch it as far as I know. Yeah. So, so as, I, as far as I know, I didn't either. I've been good. No, no stuffy nose, nothing, nothing since I've been back. So, yeah. uh, but I don't know where James caught it. Of course, you know, we, who knows, you know, but well, I guess James, was on an airplane for an awful long time getting there. So yeah, the, air, say, the, the right? airplanes are, you know, they have are a, pretty clean, they have better right. filtration than anything, but you are sitting, you know, <laughs> you know, three inches away from somebody else for 12 hours or whatever, 15 that's or 18 true. or whatever it may be. That's true. Unless you're that's up in first class and you're in like a lay down or something and you have a little more privacy, but. So Todd, given, given our perception that this podcast movement, um, in LA was kind of a B2B event. Um, I didn't see a lot or hear or speak to a lot of new podcasters at that event. No. So, no. so I, I just wonder if that is a, uh, I guess trying to recruit new podcasters, that's not a great event, but to do kind of business deals with larger mm-hmm. entities in the space, it's a, it's a pretty good event to go to. I'm just curious what the composition of, um, the Dallas event is going to be, if it's going to be a little bit more, if it's going to be bigger, um, then, I mean, then why would Dallas be bigger than evolutions is my question. Is it just because it's central in, in the U S I think it's the main show. I think it's there. Well, it is, but I mean, at the end of the day, and I've, uh, I kind of wonder about this, you know, what makes evolutions really a smaller event as you look to the future? Uh, as opposed to the main event. Yeah. So do people prioritize the main event to go to, but they don't prioritize evolution. That's the only answer I can come Well, up most of the people I talked to were California centric. Right. So it's more localized. Yeah. It's a little bit like PodFest. PodFest tends to cater to kind of that Southeast mm-hmm. part of the country and pull, um, the majority of people from that region. Right. But it's, so. it, I think what I saw was, and you can tell the money's here because, you know, <laughs> yeah. Megaphone had this big mega suite and, you know, it looked like, it, it looked like what you would see at CES where Sony would have their, you know, their sidebar and you, you know, you, the, the only the elite 
get in, you know, they got a guy there checking names and stuff and you got an appointment and you know, you can't come in, you know, one of those types right. of things. Right. Um, so in offsite meetings and stuff like that, which I've never seen before at a podcast event happen at podcast movement evolutions. In fact, uh, got to spend quite a bit of time with the Apple, some Apple folks. Uh, I can't, yeah, I can't I say anything about yeah. that at all. So for the first time ever in my life, I'm under an NDA. So with and, them <laughs> and uh, former Apple folks, yeah, were, former Apple folks were scattered around in the community too. Yeah. So, so it was, it was, uh, there was quite a few people there from Apple. So, so yeah. I, I think Ooh. overall there, and boy, I tell you one, the company that got the worst beat up and, and yeah, I'll tell you what, there is a love. And I'm going to say this in a big word, hate, hate relationship with Spotify. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Oh, and not only that, panic, some panic by some content creators based upon some of their latest acquisitions. Right. right. And concern that uh, Spotify is becoming the big brother is going to know everything about audiences. Mm hmm. And iHeart had a big presence there too. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I think that the acquisition that has kind of rocked the industry is the pod sites and and chartable yeah, thing, right? Yeah, it's got everybody kind of scrambling for alternatives. Mm-hmm. But this really, I think, in a lot of ways, the big big buzz coming out of this event was really around YouTube, right? <laughs> um, big nothing I, hamburger. Well, the the YouTube session that had, that was a big nothing burger, (laughs) correct. But, you know, I think we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it to some degree, but is it because we have an expectation that there should have been something more talked about YouTube that was, or is it just, there was nothing promised, but I think we were kind of expecting there would be something It end up being just this absolutely boring B-O-R-I-N-G, boring dialogue. Right. That was between a YouTuber and some and, dude at YouTube. And I'm sure that person <laughs> was very much a podcaster either. So it, and um, it so you know, I saw this big herd of people come out of the session, you know, I'm like, and I'm like, anything news, and everyone's giving us a thumbs down, you know. It's like nothing. Nothing. So people were highly disappointed by what was not announced. And then, of course, Cridlin broke news about gotten access to a document that he probably shouldn't have had access to, you know, and uh, I read through that. That's interesting. So. Yeah, I mean, it makes logical sense that there's something coming from these folks and, and it's not announced yet, whatever it is. And. Um, but it, it does make sense that something is coming over there. Um, cause I did notice, um, that the podcast show in, um, London, it has a whole session there that is sponsored by YouTube. So hmm. they're, they're one of the major sponsors of that event. Uh, and they're doing a whole, I don't know if it's a track or a, a session, um, themed on that's sponsored by YouTube. So I thought that was an interesting 
change and an interesting development um, where YouTube is starting to really do more at these podcasting conferences. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. But, you know, I think the kind of even like Nashville is good to sit down and do some face to face. And matter of fact, I was kind of funny. I did a face to face with one company and I said, first thing I asked him, so you're not getting bought by Libsyn, are you? <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, uh, um, I think I had a, a fair amount of popularity at Podcast Movement, and it's mainly from startups wanting to be acquired. <laughs> yeah. So, so, right. so I was, I was like, uh, before we continue our conversation, because if you are, I, I don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> But if you're not getting acquired by them, then, uh, you know, we, 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 we can continue the conversation and right. they're like, no, no, not at all. We don't want to be acquired. I'm like, oh, it's good. Let's go. <laughs> right, right. We can always hire us. Right. Oh yeah. my gosh. So, 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 yeah. so you, you were being hit up for some millions of dollars by startups that think we would be a good fit for Libsyn. Well, right? that's been, that's been going on for a while now. So, oh my God. It wasn't anything tremendously special at podcast movement, but there are a lot of, um, new companies being birthed, yeah. uh, doing a bunch of different things. I don't know if you looked at this platform called Adori, uh, yeah. labs, but, uh, it's, it's doing some interesting things around generating videos out of audio. Um, so for YouTube. So the, the that seems to be a hot topic right now. The company that I was most intrigued with, I didn't think they had a booth. Uh, maybe they did. Two cents. They got an app. And mm-hmm. uh, they're doing some interesting things uh, there. I, I think that um, it has potential. If people, if podcasters realize what could be accomplished on there, they might direct some audience over to using that app, but right. um, yeah. So I, I was quite impressed with, uh, with that group. Yeah. I think that there are some new apps that are being formed that are and I think we've been talking about this to some degree on the show for many months is this, this little bit of verticalization uh, of, of kind of either social interactive features, um, maybe more of a focus on specific uh, genres of content to build app ecosystems around. I think a, an interesting example is the Good Pods platform, which is um, a little bit more generic. But then there's examples of like the the She Economy uh, folks that is focused on female creators, and then you know, so you have kind of these app listening platforms that are being created to cater to specific um, niche audiences. Um, that is forming. Plus some of these companies are thinking that if they build a ecosystem, um, that does what I consider sometimes to be more of a feature than a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and this has been a common thread that's been going on for, for a long time, you know, around, um, visual presentations of advertising in the app while you're listening to a podcast. I don't know how many times we've seen startups try that and fail, but, um, those, those kind of things keep coming up because <laughs> people think that it's a new idea because they haven't heard of it before. So, but yeah. So 
and there's, you know, obviously lots of other stuff going on in the, and watching the news space, but, uh, things have, I think have cooled a little bit. Um, well, I think you saw it in the research that yeah. uh, Edison presented, yeah. you know, the, the listening, uh, is, is down from 20, what is it? 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. um, but, it was, but it, it's up compared to prior right. to the pandemic. Right. Which it, I think. Because people are getting back to their uh, more normal to their stuff. lives, you know, right? And things are but, having to they're having to do things that uh, you know require you to go outside. Yeah, well, at the same time, this is kind of an interesting time. Uh, while at the same time, we're seeing a new spike in in COVID cases again, um, coming from another variant, right? So I have heard nothing about that. I don't watch news, so I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think the bottom line is, is nobody's really paying attention to it anymore because it's like, is everybody concerned about catching a cold? Because that's kind of what it's the equivalent to. Well, be careful now, Rob. We might just get censored for putting out uh, bad information here. (laughs) We are not doctors. We hey hey (laughs) hey Todd. We have to worry less about that with Twitter now. So we're good. Hey, and now there's a there's a man that put his. Money, money where his, where his yeah, mouth was, right? absolutely that, right. and he, he got a board seat too immediately, well, immediately. That actually makes a lot of sense when you own almost ten percent of Twitter, right? That's right. So you you have to you know some someone in, said to me um, they were in my Geek News Slack group. They said, uh, "Let me see if I can find it." Um. Let's see here. Where was it? Something about Elon Musk being crazy. He said, uh, oh, I can't find it. Where no, it? he's crazy like a fox is what I would call him. Well, I, I, you know, I here's the thing. This guy, there, there's people that actually don't like Elon Musk at all, but you, you can be pretty bold when you have that big of a bank account and you can mm-hmm. do stuff you know, if you don't put risk, if you're not willing to risk and, and put stuff out there, like Starlink, that's a, that was a huge risk, huge gamble. And I think he's yeah. ultimately going to do very, very without Tesla. You know, again, a huge, huge, huge risk. And ultimately, you know, they'll have ups and downs, just like any yeah. other company. But he's got, he, this, this guy, when he <sighs> figures out that he wants to do something and make change, he does it. And I, I have to, he's either a genius or he's a time traveler and knows something that we don't know. Um, well, he's actually doing what people have always said is that, um, you know, folks that think about the future, um, need to primarily think that if they want a future, they need to make it not just right. talk about it. Right. Yeah, here's so, what here's what uh, one of the folks in our chat said. Not our chat, my Geekness Center chat. He says, "Is right. it just me, or is Elon Musk becoming your typical Bond villain? Total arrogance, check. <laughs> Army of drone vehicles, Teslas, check. Array of orbiting satellites, Starlink, check. Mouthpiece to broadcast his nefarious needs to the world, Twitter, check. Just imagine the carnage if every Tesla was instructed to crash into the next car coming, or every Starlink was to crash into another satellite, 
chaos. Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, okay. So, you know, there was some extreme comments there, but you know, right. right. <laughs> but you know, yeah, okay. Good on you. I don't see him sitting in a big chair petting a white cat. Yet, no, or, I don't think so. Having this, uh, you know, this, this thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, it, it, okay, you can't beat him, join him. Right. Right. So you can't build your own yeah. social platform. Can't beat them. So, you know, I got, I got, you know, how many hundreds of billions laying around? Let's take 3 billion and just go ahead and buy 10% of Twitter because then right. I can make changes. You know what his, one of his first tweets was about Twitter? He, he asked, do we need an edit button? Hmm. Uh, so I thought, yes, we do. But my point is we should have an edit bit button that will allow you to make edits for the first like three to five minutes. When you, Because I've done that. I've right. typed something like, oh, and I've had to delete the tweet and then repost it. If I could just make a little tweak to the, you know, and keep a history of what I changed, I think that's right. a good thing, you know? Well, so, I think when when Facebook first launched, I'm trying to remember back, I think they had... I think you could edit. You still can post. No, no. You oh. could edit your post up to the point when someone made a comment. Oh. Or liked it. Then that turned off, right? So mm. you had this window that you could edit it before there was any kind of audience interaction, right? Mm. I, I don't know if that was triggered based on the availability in the platform to other viewers or if that was, but I do remember that. And, and now it's like you can edit. Anytime. No, you right. can't edit anytime. If you're running yeah, an yeah, ad, so. you can't oh. edit. Okay. Okay. So, if so, you're yeah. doing it as a sponsored post, is that yeah. what you're saying? You have to stop okay. the ad campaign, then you can yep. edit, and then you can restart the campaign because they go Got back it. through and do a re reapproval of the ad. Got it. But but if you're just doing an organic post. Right. Um, you can edit. I think you, you can edit. Anytime. And it does show your edits. It shows there is an edit history. So you can actually right. see what was edited. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. but, you know, so I thought, okay. So he's thinking about what he's going to go back to their, to the board and say, okay, <laughs> you will implement an edit button. Or at least, you know, they'll have a conversation about it. Yeah. And I also, I sent a tweet to Elon directly asking him, so and they should build a, a podcast listening platform directly into their their car OS that they have. So oh, into yeah, into their car. Oh, yeah, I have a a Model Three, so they um they don't have a podcast listening uh, app built into the car's operating system yet. So hmm. it's only pulling podcasts through um, Spotify and TuneIn currently. So you have to log into those platforms in order to get podcasts in your car. I got you. So, well, that's why you have your phone and Bluetooth. That's how you connect to your, your OS is through Bluetooth in right. the car. So, yeah. Hmm. Yep. There's no, as far as I know, I don't think there's a direct wire connection you can make to the, and like pull in Apple, you know, CarPlay or any of that right. kind of stuff. Right, right, right. So, so anyway. But, uh, yeah. So any other observations out of podcast movement? Uh, no one hang, of? no one hangs out and has cocktails like they used to, you know, not, not to, 
not too much stuff has well, happened. the composition of the community is different now, Todd. No, that's um, true. The, there's a lot of new people in the medium. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't really know each other. No, um, not at all. And that's that's one thing that has been missing over the last two years is that this medium has grown and developed dramatically uh, with the amount of people involved in it. But yet there hasn't been venues for people to build community. Right. And I think that maybe they don't need to build community with podcasters. Maybe they're thinking we're more worried about building community with their audiences. But that's, what's going to be interesting about the Dallas event is that the Dallas event, uh, the regular podcast movement event, uh, has always been a little bit stronger on the indie side. Yeah. Right. Um, new podcasters, that kind of thing. And it's also going to be fascinating to see what's going to happen at, um, PodFest because mm-hmm. PodFest, as we both know, is very strong on the indie side, very strong on new podcasters coming in there, trying to learn the Mm -hmm. medium, um, much more so than evolutions. Oh, for sure. Right. Uh, or even podcast movement, the, the main event. Um, so it'll be interesting if the PodFest scales as big or bigger than podcast movement. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I think we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're, we're ramped up to, you know, we're full swing mode right now and getting ready for events. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah the big, you know, I hate to say it, but I, I have low expectations for NAB. Yeah, I, I yeah, I do too. <laughs> Thank goodness we're getting up on stage on the live stream with this show. Yeah. And, and so there's I, and not much attention to podcasting at that event. Nope. And I'm going to be, um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be, yeah, we're, we're working to just draw people in, you know, trying to do our best to, to suck people into the booth and, you know, set up yeah, appointments. Yeah, I hear you that say that you're, you're, you're reaching out to the, the media that's attending, because I know you can get a list. Yep. Of the, of the media folks. And we were looking at trying to do that too, to at least let the media know that we're there. Right. Um, and to also, to also point to the, the various podcasting topic areas at the event. But the challenge is the media is there to listen to announcements. They're looking for announcements. So if you don't, if you're not announcing something, you really don't have a reason right. for the media to like, why do I want to cover you? You're not announcing something cool. Right. You know, right. and that's not an event where we go to make any announcements. We go to podcast movement to make announcements. That's where, yeah, that's where right. our event is to make announcements or podcast uh, or something right. like that. Right. And also wanted to mention too, that, uh, that the Ambies at, Podcast Movement Evolutions uh, went off fantastic. Um, it, it had like 350 people in attendance, so it was a real-world event. Um, I've only gotten really good good feedback from, from the event overall. And then the Hall of Fame happened on the 26th, which also has gotten a lot of positive feedback too. I mean, a lot of the stories that were told by those podcasters that got added to the hall of fame, uh, really gave a lot of depth and context to what it's, what it's like to be a podcaster and what it's been like to over many years to be a podcaster and what it's meant to them. And, and it really, I Todd, I know, you know, you saw it too. I mean, it, it was 
really an interesting perspective, more from an indie perspective on why podcasting exists mm-hmm. and how these people actually did what they did and why they did it. I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. Well, it's one of those situations where, um, I think just a, events overall are going to come back and just like, you know, maybe next year your Ambies will be bigger, you know, maybe you'll have a bigger group of people that will be able to attend, you know, who knows? Yeah. Right. I would hope so. I would hope so. And, and eventually the, maybe, maybe it gets on television or something, or if, if television is even relevant by then. Right. <laughs> right. As we see, you know, YouTube is kind of taking over. It seems like, yeah. I don't know about you. Um, if you're seeing that as well. Yeah. I'm slightly distracted. My team just released something and they said, go look. And I'm looking. You are. <laughs> you're looking. Huh? Yeah. Those are top secret. No, it's, uh, basically, well, you can't see it. It's our new audience, uh, survey graphical report is online now. Oh, oh, okay. So the, the survey that we talked about, I think in the last episode. Yeah. Or, so right. again, I haven't run a survey in a while. So this gives you some clue here. Kind of like um, the, the report of the results, right? Yeah. You so your right. top listener profile, 67% of your listeners filled out this survey and identified as a man. Um, economic demographics, uh, 64% of your listeners are, uh, full-time workers, uh, 48.62% have a bachelor's degree, 76% of homeowners, 19% of your listeners rent a home, 65.2% of your listeners have no kids at home. Um, what else here? Uh, Twenty-four percent of my listeners make over seventy-five thousand um, dollars. Highest number of listeners. Uh, one. Uh, eighteen percent of your listeners regularly listen to three to five shows. Uh, what else? That's you know that, and it just basically it graphically shows this on the page. So, yeah, this is this is beautiful. So, yeah, I have to run a new survey. We we'll have to run one from this show. Matter of fact, here we, we go. Should. Here's the right. pitch. Um, in the show notes today, there will be a link for you to take a survey of telling us who you are. And uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll share that after we uh, get enough data that's come in uh, so that you can uh, you can see this. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you wanted to to go see the Hall of Fame replay, video it's currently up on youtube right now so if you haven't had a chance to take an hour or so and watch um the speeches that were given by the inductees i think it's very informative and i think a lot of new podcasters would probably benefit from hearing some of those discussions in there all right well that's yeah. a good pitch maybe you can send me the link to that and i can put it in the well, show if you notes. just type in I think it's a podcast hall of fame speech 2022. I think, yeah, or a podcast hall of fame, uh, 2022 in YouTube. I think you should be able to find it. Oh, okay. Uh, I did a Google search. I found, uh, oh, isn't that interesting? 
you find another event or something? No, I found our blog post about it. Let me go over because it's I'm logged in. I'm not in a window that is a uh, uh, you know usually when you search for your own stuff unless you're in an incognito window, it's going to rank you much higher. Oh, there you go. So I found it. Oh, so you guys got it on the Libsyn channel. Well, I see how that is. So a podcast Hall of Fame ceremony. Yep. All right. Yep. So 950 views. So come on, just drive that number up. Go watch that. There's, some, You know, it, uh, here's what I'll say about the podcast Hall of Fame. There was no collusion. There was no, you guys did not tell the people that were speaking what to speak on. Not at all. But if you listen, now listen, everybody, if you listen to those speeches, it would almost be a podcast. The yeah, stories each, they told, each one, each right. one and they kind of interconnected pretty, pretty significantly to one another. And yeah, yeah, that's, that's worth 58 minutes of your time. Just hearing yeah. those stories. So I, I yeah. kind of wish we would have had more. I, I'm sure you gave people guidance on what to talk and just, you know, the, the subject title. But no, we just told them to, that they had five minutes. Had five minutes. And they, and they talk about whatever, whatever they wanted to talk and about. And they came up with their own. My God, how did that? It just sequenced out. So well, they're all podcasters. They all know how to talk. Well, I so. know. I, I understand that. <laughs> but each of them had a brought a different perspective. Yeah, they did. It was almost like it was coordinated. It, it felt that way. I know, but I don't think so. I, I thought it was interesting too, because uh, both Rob Walsh and I got up and talked for a few minutes too. Um, and both Rob and I um, both didn't collaborate on what we were going to talk about. So it isn't like he, he was going to talk about this and I was going to talk about right. that. It was like he, we actually, any kind of speech that I had pulled together myself was almost like duplicated to what Rob was going to talk about. So oh. at the, at the event, I thought, well, I was just going to listen to what Rob Walsh had to say. And then I was just going to take it from there. Right. Right. Um, so I didn't have a prepared comments at all. Uh, it was all just walking up and just like we do on this show. It's all off yeah. the cuff. And But when and when I was inducted, I don't remember having this big, long, this story. It's almost like every podcaster told a story in their five minutes. Yeah, it was almost like they were, yeah, I agree with you, Todd. I think it was, you know, Evo, actually, Evo Terra posted his speech um, off of his uh, podcast, pontifications.com site. Um, so I, he pulled the audio out of the stream mm -hmm. and posted it as a separate post. I'm sure he probably posted it to his podcast feed too, but, but yeah, you're right. I mean, Evo told, you know, his motivations and his story and that kind of stuff. And, and a lot of them, um, did that. And I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, yeah I think it was. So if you, and I'll put the link up to the YouTube uh, video. So make sure you just go listen to stories or I, I probably only knew half of these people. Right. And knew of them most. I only, I knew of all of them except for one. Um, the one gal I did not know, but everyone else I knew. And, um, so they're yeah, talking about ginger from. No, I, Science? I know ginger gingers, like, gingers, yeah, okay. a, you know, we've, yeah, she's yeah, been around a long, yeah, time, long time. Right. No ginger. Um, but 
yeah, it was it was interesting, and it was the perspective then from what was it George? What is his name? The oh, gosh, I'm I'm being horrible here. Let me see if I can find his name in in your notes. Um, I'm gonna have to go over to the website. Yeah, I'm there. Um, it was uh, the story that. Uh, Glenn, Glenn Washington. Glenn again. Washington from Snap Judgment. Oh, right. oh, what a story. Yeah. You know, it was really a, it was a great story. And then Molly well, and, and Dave Slusher. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he told, I mean, this guy, Dave Slusher, he goes back further than I do. Yeah. He's, um, he's the number as, four podcaster. Right. I mean, he's, he was very early days. Very early. Well, by like. Two weeks from all of us. Yeah, so. right. okay. well, back in those days, <laughs> one week mattered back then, right? You yeah. know, but uh, yeah, the only gal I wasn't familiar with was Nikayla. Nikayla's, right. yeah, from Side Hustle Pro. Yeah, I think Pro. she was probably the newest podcaster in the list. Right. Uh, yeah, I think she started in like 2016, 2017. So, um, but the rest of them, boy, yeah. they've been around and and I I had had not been aware that uh, Doctor or uh, Doctor Campbell or Virginia, I didn't realize or I right. most people know by Ginger, I didn't realize she'd lost her husband. You know, there was a whole bunch of stuff there that uh, right. was like, whoa, wow, whoa, my goodness, and she and she really, I think she hit the nail on the head about monetization and. Right. Um, if you're chasing money, that's, you know, you, that's not the right motivation. Not the right motivation. I really liked, I resonated with what she had to say and, and Dave right. too, Dave brought some stuff out that, you know, about the soul, the soul of podcasting and. Yeah. And, and on this show, we talk about the culture of podcasting and I think, um, this slate really, Oh my goodness. Was a terrific example oh. of what podcasting is really all home about. run. Absolutely home run. Right. Um, right. so if you, ha- and then, yeah. And then the sheer talent of Molly Wood is, oh. is she's outstanding. And the whole, person. the whole stack, right. You know, fantastic, fantastic content creators, fantastic storytellers, you know, and it's, and it, if you, if you really think about it, there's really only one or two in here that had any true like big media background. You know, Dr. Emily had a big head media background. Yeah, Mo- but she started very humbly too. That's the true. But, she did, yeah. you know, and Glenn and Molly, but Glenn had his own, you know, his own challenges and the things they were doing. And, right. but yeah, it was, it was a very, I, again, you, you couldn't have, I, I what did what did I say to you immediately following the show? I said we need to take these speeches and make them a podcast, right? There, yeah, there, you know, take out all the other stuff. Tuck up you and Rob and the you know the the in, the introductions were good too. The introductions actually were were pretty we're, extensive, right? In their own right. Yep, and I agree. So I guess we're 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 bemoaning what. We already know, but I'm just saying here to the listening audience, you got to go over and listen to these stories. 
So as we think about the 2023 Hall of Fame inductees, I, I think we've got a huge list. Huge. <laughs> and there's definitely more names that need to be added to that list. Well, um, we, we ought to twist, uh, you know, we ought to twist the uh, podcast movement, folks. Number one, the Podcast Hall of Fame, Dan, Dan, listen, Dan, if you're listening. <laughs> the Podcast Hall of Fame needs to be in the main event, not at evolutions. Right. Needs to be at the main event. Number, right. number one. Right. So let's move it to Dallas. Let's, let's do another round this summer. Libsyn will write another check. No problem. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to step up. Yeah, too. we will. We will. Okay. Let's, right. let's, let's do another round this summer or come back. I don't want to wait a year and a half. That's my problem. Right. What's well, a year? Yeah, a year plus, year and some months. But let's let's not yeah. do it at evolutions. Let's do it in the main event. Right. That's that's where this de deserves to be. Right. And um, let's put it in a big room, in the big room, big stage. Big stage. Right. Yeah. Speaking, I, speaking of the big stage, another nothing hamburger was the, in my opinion, was the comedian, Will Farrell. <laughs> We've talked about Will a lot here over the years. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I was like, I, I, like I, I listened to. Here's here's the thing. I, I got up early, got my coffee, got some food. Actually went to breakfast, and then I. Finished up breakfast. I told him on a schedule. I rushed to listen to Cridlin's give his podcast report. And then they brought on, they only gave Cridlin like 10 minutes. He needed 20. Right. right. And, and then they brought out somebody from what? iHeart or whoever. Connell. Connell Burns. Right. And, and, and this, and Will Farrell. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he didn't talk was, really much at all about podcasting it was, either. It was, That's the thing. I mean, it's, like, it's a, it really reminded me of many radio events, conferences, sessions that I've been to when talent comes up on stage. Uh, they're not really, they're not really podcasters. So no. they have really nothing to talk about yeah, when they, it comes to podcasting. Right. So, so all they do is tell jokes and joke around. And I saw that happen so many times at radio conferences when talent got up on stage is that, you know, people were there to hear about radio, but they weren't there to talk about radio. They were there to talk about their <laughs> latest movie or something. Right. Um, yeah. And then yeah. of course I learned, I don't remember being told Tom, I'm sure has told me, we're talking about Tom Webster. Right. In fact, hang on here. Don't eat me Tom Webster. So, um, <laughs> I maybe Tom told me this, but somehow maybe I'm having a senior moment. It slipped my mind. Do you know one of the first podcasts he listened to? Mm -hmm. Geek News Central. Oh, okay. Early on, he attributes that to basically getting him interested in podcasting. He said that on Twitter the other day, and I was like, "What? <laughs> really?" Yeah, so. That's uh, yeah, didn't I, he say something like that up on stage a couple of years ago? Maybe, but I guess I guess my in my stupidity, I just didn't Oh, that's right. That's right. He mentioned this show yeah. up on stage. 
So when he said that on Twitter, I was like, really? And he's probably told me that, but probably I've had three cocktails in my hand and don't remember the next morning. But it's one of those things like, wow, that that was kind of a cool acknowledgement. So uh, he's going to say, I already told you that. You know, but uh, yeah, so so thanks, Tom. You know, I just took me five times to get it through my head. But, um, you know, him doing the his presentation for Edison the day before the event kind of officially took off. That was great too. Mm -hmm. And, uh, people, someone said to me, I always wondered if Tom was scripted. And well, we all known he's not scripted. He just knows his shit. I'm sure he practices his jokes. (laughs) Probably. I can see him doing that. But, but you know, he, he he knows that. It's all good. Yeah. It's all all about putting on a good performance, but in a lot of ways, I, I think Tom is, he's just naturally a funny, funny yeah. person. He's a funny guy and he looks at the world kind of a little differently than the rest of us, which uh, puts him in a, in a very entertaining yeah. kind of perspective. So, so, t- so Tom, yeah. do you, do you practice your presentation? That's the question. Oh, I think he does. Uh, I think he reviews the slides to get his like key talking points in, but right. I don't know if he practices. I can see him. He's a consummate professional, so I well, can see him practicing. I, yeah, maybe, but I, I, I think he's just got good talent. I think he can just oh, I do think, it. Oh, he's definitely got he, talent. You know, he can just, he, I think he can like, yeah. okay, here's, give me the slides. I'm, you know, and he, well, he works on them, so it's like he does, it's not like he Tried doesn't. Tried to get Tom to our, our event, the NAB, he wasn't going, so he well, couldn't join he, us. But. We'll have to have him on the show here soon. And, yeah. Uh, there's a couple of folks that we're, we're going to have the on the show here soon too. Like, like Mr. James Boggs has said, he's going to join us. Yeah. Too. So we ought to, um, take some time. I don't know what do we got left today. We don't have enough time today, but we should spend some time and go over the, the, uh, the, the masterpiece Edison research, uh, share of ear document, right. Document. Yeah. And go over and, and talk about that. But well, maybe we should bring Tom on to Yeah. And kind of talk about that a little bit. Some more. of it, yep. But you know, it, yeah. it was it was pretty straightforward. And but I'm gonna tell you, you know, again, and Dave Jackson, bless his heart. Um <laughs> he I had told Dave about this phenomenon with TikTok being a uh a time machine. Right. And uh he he, he made the mistake of opening the, an account right. and he tweeted, I was right. They had created yeah. a time machine. Yeah, I opened an account too <laughs> and I got sucked into it too. So. so, you know, I had to laugh. And so I said, you have to wean yourself of, you know, you have to set, set yourself limits or you're going to wake up. Well, not wake up. You're going to find yourself at three o'clock in the morning thinking, where did the past five hours go? Yeah. It kind of needs like a sleep timer or something yeah. built into it, right? Yeah, it needs like a, a like a timeout thing. You've been on this right. thing for two hours. You're you're being put in TikTok timeout, right? Yeah, you know. But TikTok is you know really exploded, and they tell you, be honest with you, you want to see what's going on in Ukraine? Huh? Yeah, I created an account in there, yeah. posted a posted a video. Oh, there you go. So, so I'm not going to be left out. I've had 600 people watch my video. Wow, that's impressive. That's impressive. That's that that's that's a big number. My my biggest one was, oh, well, let me see. Here's the thing about TikTok: you got to be careful. Of. 
Okay, see, uh, 696 is my biggest one so far. So, oh, that's good. Not, not bad, but I've only got four, only four posts on mine. I've only got one. So, So the I'm uh, a newbie. I'm a newbie. Yeah, I'm still a newbie. I don't do stuff for TikTok too much, but the it's, it's, do you want to see what's going on in Ukraine? That's where to go to watch. By the way, I sent you a text, so uh, not pos- not possible, huh? For uh, the subject I sent you, huh? Can't can't he can't get out? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the last that I heard was that it's a it it's a visa issue um, for some of his family, so uh. can't can't get out of there because the U.S. embassy is. It's not really active there. I would just leave and then beg forgiveness. I'd figured out on the other end. Well, I know that some people are leaving Russia right now. I mean, a lot of people. Well, they're uh, against the the conflict over there. I, well, I guess you, it's against the law to even use the word war over there. Right, now. it is. And you know, you don't want to be an IT guy or a programmer or anything and leave the country right now because they are detaining that talent or making it oh. very hard for them to leave or market. I hadn't heard that. That's yeah, interesting. That was a, yeah. Our, that was something we're on TechCrunch the other day. They were talking about that. So they're going through their phones. So, you know, oh. so you best be deleting your, all your apps and your messaging history and all that before you, uh, try to leave the border. Wow. Yeah. Things are getting serious over there. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, that dictator needs to uh, pay for his sins. I'm just not sure that I fully understand why all this is happening right now. So, yeah, because you, anyway. you got a lunatic in charge. That's what's wrong. Yeah, but why didn't he do it before now? What is it about now? I have my prediction, but I'm not going to talk about it on the show. You're not okay. <laughs> fair enough. So, okay. Yeah. So, so is there anything else uh, that has perkled up while we've been, you know, delinquent in our task here of there's been covering a, there's, the topics? There's been a lot, but it's just you know I don't know if we need to go through everything. It's uh, it's a stack of stuff that's happened here, and you know, we, you know lots of news, obviously that's uh, going on. But um, you know the I think the the eyes are now on the London show. See how that's going to go. Right. You know, so I mean, if you go over there and, you know, take some swag with you, make sure you hand out some new media stickers while you're over there. Well, send me some, I don't even have it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you'll have to give me your new super secret address that you're at. Oh, okay. So well, when, are, I, when are you going to do a text? When are you going to reach out to Audimute and get yourself some sound conditioning panels installed in that equi room you're in? Ah, uh, soon. Okay. Very soon. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I need okay. to, to do something here. Yeah. Reach yeah. out to Kevin over there at uh, Audimu. He'll hook you up. So tell him. Well, send me his uh, contact info, you well, know, his email or something. I'll, I'll do that. And okay. uh, he'll get you. He'll get you. He'll t- you probably have to send him some pictures of the room and then he'll make some suggestions. And you can get them okay. styled. You can actually. Be wow, stylish. Style you know? in here? Yeah, well, wow, see, like, look, that's just like back here, how it's styled. It doesn't look like there's uh, audio conditioning 
Well, as you can see, I've been I've been busy with my colors. And mm-hmm. You got the putting, LED thing going on. Putting things up, you know, and at least trying to make it look a little bit presentable. What so. is besides the Libsyn sign on the bottom? I, it looks like a monitor or something. What is that thing that's on the shelf? It's actually a clock. Oh, because you can't you can't see you you tell it something know, digital. It's, it's too far away. It's it's a clock that uh, tells the time in text. Oh, so oh. it 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 changes the the words on it to describe the time. Oh, okay. That's so those that's for that's for that's definitely something a Libsyn employee needs because you can't read the real time, right? Right, so. I can't read the dial. <laughs> the it dial just, you have to use you have to use the words. My comprehension, right? <laughs> I'm like a millennial, right? I can't. I can't read a, you know, a, a dial watch anymore. It has to be digital. Right. Right. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, I, I don't really have a lot to talk about on what's going on in the news. You know, if if, if, if you want to stay abreast of what's going on in the news, subscribe to Pod News. <laughs> <laughs> if you want your da- daily take on it, then come back to see us later and we'll give you our, our uh, unfiltered uh, uh, response to those. And, um, but yeah, lots happening. It's just, it's just biz. I'm, you know, I, I really need about 10 more people, but unlike Libsyn, we don't have, uh, you know, $42 million in the bank or whatever it is. So I can't hire 10 more. We have $42 million in the bank. I don't know. You, you guys have some, Boy, ridic- I need to get busy. You guys have some ridiculous number of, of cash in the bank. So, right. right. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's that much, but yeah. I don't think it's you, that much. You got either. more than anybody else. Well, who knows? Spotify. Yeah, that's the question. When do you become an employee of Spotify? Uh, <laughs> never. <laughs> well, you got to be careful there saying never. I know. Yeah. I know. I, know I shouldn't ever say that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You never know what could happen. Yeah. That's not a not not an advisable thing to say. <laughs> Especially with my track record, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you have worked for every podcast hosting company in existence, so, you know. Well, I haven't worked for Podbean, so. No, you haven't. You, 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 I haven't worked for Buzzsprout. Hmm. You, you live in the wrong country to work for Podbean, so. That's uh, true. Yeah. Or, or or CastBox, but CastBox isn't really a hosting platform. No. So, but anyway, that's a different topic yes. entirely. Yes, it yeah. is. So, all right, everyone, I guess we'll get out of here then. Um, well, so, we, we made it pretty much down to the bottom yeah, of the hour. Yeah, we, we did. We're, 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 yeah. we, we're about four minutes short, but we're, we're not out of here yet. Uh, for those of you that are Blueberry customers, go check your audience profile out in your stats. So it just, just, they just cut it loose. So, uh, awesome. and if you, and again, if you're a listener of this show, which you are because you're listening to me talk right now. Duh. Um, I'll have that audience survey link in and we'll, we'll do and we'll see who this audience really is. Right. Please respond. Yeah. I would like Um, to like to get about a thousand of you to respond to that. Plus keep, keep in mind, we're going to be doing this show live on stage at the NAB. It's going to be on the main NAB show live stage so oh. we're we're kind of getting you know um front and center treatment for this show so that's actually pretty big 
Yeah. Now, where's that main stage going to be? Do we know what it's, hall? It's in the main entrance lobby, right oh. next to the C hall, right? Oh, right next to Central, right out in the right. main. Wow, well, big time Charlie Brown there. Well, that's that's where they've usually held the NEB live yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. So uh, is is right in that main lobby area that kind of goes in between the, was it the C and B? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, central and North. And yeah. And North. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. 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 But our booth, you and is I both west. are going to be in West, which is about which a 30 is... minute walk. What? <laughs> oh yeah. You, you West is like, you know, that parking. I thought west was in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. But from, guess what? From North hall. That's right. But you have to, the entrance to West, is halfway down that stroke. You can't get to it like you come out of North Hall and come across the bridge. The entrance right. isn't there. It's a half mile <laughs> beyond that. Beyond that. So wow. it is, it is, it, you are literally, I'm not 30. You're probably to leave our booth to get to that location is a good 20, probably a good 20 minutes. 20 minute walk. At yeah. least, at least 20, 25 minute hump. hump. So, so where are you staying? Uh, we're staying to Flamingo. I don't normally tell because I've had people come knock on my door before, but we're staying to Flamingo. I don't know how they're going to find you in the Flamingo. Well, they don't give out names, thank goodness, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be staying right next to the convention center at that, was it West Gate? Yeah, you are going to be, oh, you're staying at Westgate. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the That'd old, the old Hilton. Yeah. The old Hilton, yes. Yep. Yep. So, so I got a spot there. Mackenzie picks out where we stay when we go to that show. She so, dislikes flamingos. I'm well, sure. Well, she so. dislikes Fremont Street. So ah, that's but I'm going to drag her down there and see that new see the new hotel down there. So maybe next well, year she'll book us down there. Well, the flamingos off of the strip. Yeah, not flamingos off. off the strip. That's why I say right. she doesn't like Fremont Street. That's why oh, I wrote the she flamingo. Like Fremont Street, okay. <laughs> but also the flamingos close to the monorail. But the it problem, is. but the problem is, the monorail doesn't go to West. You oh, know, it doesn't? no, oh, it goes to the the main conference. Center. Right. right, and I don't know if it stops at Westgate or not, but I don't think so. But we'll have to experiment. So you got a long that. walk ahead of you. Oh, uh, I'm just going to Uber, or I, I'm not going to probably take the monorail. Oh, you're not okay because yeah. you get to the front. Because even if you get off the monorail, it's still going to be a twenty or twenty five minute walk. Right. To get right. into West because you mm -hmm. have to go down, come across, then you're going to go through central. Then you got to get to North. Then you got to go upstairs Then you got to go all the way across. Yeah. They, right. they didn't make the entrance. It, that was the stupidest thing ever why they did that. But what they made West was, was a convention center and a convention center. So it's like, mm -hmm. it's got a grand entrance. It looks beautiful up front, but mm -hmm. it's right smack in the middle of that street. That's a, you know, God knows how long there used to be a parking lot. Right. That's true. I've walked that street a few times over yep. the years. And you go up and down, up and down, up and down on escalators and stuff to get in there. But Okay. We're enough talking yep. about Vegas. Um, as <laughs> soon as we get some dates, we'll let everybody know. It'll be yep. on the tweet stream. And again, if you're coming to NAB, let us know. I'm, yep. I'm Todd at Blueberry.com. Blueberry without. As a matter of fact, we tried to find E's. They're at $1.2 million right now for the E's. Ooh. 
The E's? Oh, the you e, did? We went looking oh, for wow. the E's on April's Fools to see if we could find them. And uh, we didn't. We did find them, but they were $1.2 million to add the E's into Blueberry. So we are wow. still B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. I'm at wow. Geek News on Twitter. Rob? Yeah, I can be found uh, on Twitter as well, at Rob Greenlee. And uh, there's plenty of E's there, but I didn't have to pay <laughs> $1.2 million for them. So, um, but... Anyway, I can I can be reached at robg at lipson.com. Um, send me an email. Let me know if you're going to be in Vegas. It, maybe we can do like a little meetup, Todd, too. Yeah, that's if, true, too. If there's going to be folks there. And then Westgate's a great place to do a meetup. they got a great bar for a meetup. So maybe we can that's do it That's true. That's true. So take the survey. Survey be in the show notes. you got to go to newmediashow.com to find the survey when the post is up. So please do that. We thank you for your uh, thank you for taking your sixty seconds to fill out our demographic survey. Oh, wow, that's know. quick! Yeah, that's, that's quick. That's fast. That's we don't want to waste yeah. people's time. Right. It's very valuable. In and out. Anyways, right. uh, everyone, thanks for being here. We'll see you next time on the show. Everyone, take care. Be safe. Watch out. Bye.